0: So we're going back into the bench press report as it's um, very current. So another point that I want to bring up and discuss because it uh, caught my eye as it I think goes against maybe something that I believe in is the number of pricing options agencies present or give to clients when submitting a response or proposal or a pitch. So. Um, based on the, the research, the survey that the, these guys have done, they um, have resulted in the belief that three is the magic number. So more agencies are recognising the power of giving three pricing options um, and the number of agencies that, is, that are doing that has increased this year compared to last. So more are doing it and the success rate of the um, number of pricing options goes up. Around the three mark to being the most successful in terms of how many options you present and give to a client. Very, very recently, I had a conversation with somebody, and she asked me, "How do we approach?" It was a question directly asking about this. How do we approach a kind of response from a pricing, commercials, deliverables perspective? And I said to her, "What I think it was an SEO conversation, and what." the nature of how we um, approach the proposition, the services, etc., Um, but the nature of our conversation today wouldn't, and we never, never do, I don't think, uh, wouldn't warrant a response that is kind of like off-the-shelf packages like a gold, silver, bronze approach. And her response, the kind of body language and verbally was very positive. I think she said, that's great to know. So my first thought was, well, that's validating, obviously, from what I'm saying. Secondly, it was interesting that she was so op- cap- kind of openly... Some people can just be neutral to that and we can move on. Um, but she made a kind of beeline to saying that's good to know. Um, what do you think about that as your gut feeling and what you've experienced, whether you've delivered options before or not?
1: I think, yeah, uh, it's quite a specific scenario that requires option-based pricing um i think if you do it as your baseline and your standard it comes off as though you don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. because you're just putting out three options and seeing which it's like throw a chair wall and seeing which sticks yeah but in my opinion you should be pricing for the outcome Mm -hmm. that the client is after and you should be capable of quoting at that level so that you then know that you're going to be capable of delivering the services to fit the outcome that the client's after. Where it is applicable, I guess, is when the client isn't educated to the level that perhaps they need to be to understand the pricing. So giving one, two, three different scenarios and outlining deliverables is going to contextualise the cost Mm -hmm. a little bit and I think it's relevant in that situation, but I think as a standard, every proposal, every response that you're putting out, having a tiered structure is, is the wrong, wrong way to do it. Um, for, the, for those reasons, I think it comes off as a bit, a little bit amateur.
0: What do you think about others in the running though? If you stick to your guns.
1: I don't think about anyone else.
0: <laughs> they do not matter, they never will. Let's say, I don't know, an opportunity we've got on deck now, three agencies where one of them, the other two, obviously it would be brilliant to know all the information and be furnished with all the information before, whether you change, you know, stick to your guns or change, whatever, doesn't matter. But the reality is, we would never know how others are pitching, most probably. What if you were one of three and the other two? suggested three different scenarios and made it you know the story the psychology behind the the three different scenarios put the first the highest one first and the lowest one third and there's all this bloody psychology behind it what if they both approached it in that way and Flawn were submitting a proposal sticking to your guns this is how much that outcome is worth as an investment at this stage over 12 months or whatever what do, what do you think about that do you think that obviously the hope is it doesn't matter but what if it did matter? What if you managed the feedback? We, we were unsuccessful, and the feedback was, we were given options by others. Would it make you?
1: I think you've got to do a job of do a good job of um, communicating the costs. Costs always been a, a sticky conversation, hasn't it? It comes at, it comes with that awkward moment where you are like, yeah, unless you've been given a budget to work to. Yeah. Their, expect- their expectations are you're gonna f- you're going to fit to that budget. But I think it comes down to presenting people with the right information. If you're going to put a cost together, you know the value that that is going to drive and you know the value within the services and communicating that mm. at that point should be enough information, regardless of whether your pricing structure is different to who's competing with you in that process.
0: It was interesting. Go on.
1: I was going to say it comes down to giving some honest feedback as well <laughs> I know we've talked about that before like having a bit of candour from the prospect mm. if they're not happy with that why aren't they happy with that yeah. what was the version of that that they were happy with
0: I think you probably my gut feeling is you wouldn't jump the gun if you were unsuccessful once that wouldn't be enough of a powerful move to go we need a, to sticking three options in as our default like you said at the start um, but for me I just I find it a really interesting concept and this webinar that I was on recently that was talking about this and as I say the psychology of how you should present it and it will force them into the second best choosing the second best one or whatever they also mentioned and you've just mentioned it there about when you actually do get a budget in advance and it's kind of nailed on and let's say it's nailed on to the pounds and pence, 50 grand for something, whatever it is, they were saying that you should listen to that budget, so you take that 50k, and that will be one of those scenarios or prices, pricing options, but then you create your, your two, one below and one above, for example. What, what do you think about that? Because that completely took me by surprise when they said that.
1: I think if the budget's the budget, you need to be asking the question around what... They want to see for that. Mm. It's just a communication thing, isn't it? Like it's same going through the pitch process. Yeah. Ask the question: How do you want your cost delivered? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna price this to give you the outcome that you're looking for. Mm. What what that might be more sales, more traffic, whatever that might be. We're gonna price it appropriately. How do you want that presenting? If they then go well, we'd like to see a couple of options. All right, we'll do you a couple of
0: options. When you said earlier about the client might not see the value, so that's where you might be feeling more forced down that route. Is there not an argument that you shouldn't be at the stage you are at? You you are at with that potential client where you're putting pricing options in front of them if you've if you're still battling with that the value thing in their mind them getting, do you know what I mean
1: it, well it depends how much of a battle it is at that point I guess yeah. and then also what what I meant by that is outlining the cost against deliverables so they can see the difference for the extra money yeah Yeah. because that context is sometimes lost on clients because there's so much involved in yeah strategy that they don't know the difference between a 10 grand and a 20 grand mm. but as transparent as we are, and we list it out and document it, it's evident immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, I think th- that that point caught my eye because I can't remember a time where we've felt like we have to, or we've been asked to. Sometimes, you in conversation, you might get asked, "Can you do as like a shopping list, for example, of things that we'll." and choose and and there i think it's up to us to fight back almost and tell them you know what why that doesn't always work but i think this people have done some serious psychological studies into all this sort of stuff and i do find it interesting that i've i'm always delivering like i told you the little anecdote at the start of this where i was speaking to that lady last week week before whatever i'm always saying there's no such thing as like a package with what we do but when you're asked about that that just worries me that there's no standardization across the process which therefore makes the decision making significantly harder from a client's side of things and it's mitigating that as best you can while sticking to your guns and be like no this opportunity is not treated as a A, B, C, ABC gold silver bronze it's quite a there's choppy waters to have to f- can navigate with it's it it's
1: probably because agencies have been brief grabbing for that long that clients are that used to mm-hmm. that model that it's it's ingrained agencies that know their shit are going to put something in front of you with a degree of confidence and certainty around what they're actually going to deliver yeah. and it comes down to communication asking that person how do you want to see it we normally do this but yeah. If that's going to be missing some information for you, how yeah. would you like to see it? What's important to you that, to quantify that
0: fee mm.
1: and that budget?
0: Yeah. I guess it's like you've said a few times before on a number of different topics. It's about sitting on their side of the table within reason. I don't think it's you let all your <laughs> inhibitions go. Um, but I think through communication, that's important. To be on their side of the of the table, to so I think it's also we are well well within our rights to ask why, to understand what what are the um, what are the things that have happened or um, led you to this this point where you are. For example, asking us for three pricing options, what where's that come from? And I think I think we do a good job of doing that. But I think generally speaking, being in sales salespeople can do a better job of that. We've got every right to ask to understand the context, to be able to manage readjust their expectations.
1: As long as it's genuine, yeah. Yeah. Well within your rights.
0: Nice.